Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time to check out the latest episode of Crop Factor. Now, for more context on this episode, feel free to visit youtube.com forward slash EMT films so you can contextualize all the information that we provide on the audio experience. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook where I post behind the scenes content on everything you see and hear. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out. We're going over five reasons why I like the Cedarie Swift M1 gimbal. The Swift M1 will set you back $69, originally $99. It's on Indiegogo right now, and you can pick a couple different bundles. The $69 includes a tripod and a case and the necessary cables for you to charge your gimbal. But they also have an Indiegogo bundle that comes with an anamorphic lens for $99 at the time of this video. So definitely a lot of great value, and I think it's an aggressive price for a gimbal entering in the market right now. And the Series Swift M1 has a 330-degree panning range, which falls in line with gimbals like the Moza Mini S or the DJI Osmo Mobile 3. Having said that, let's jump straight to reason number one, the foldable design. Every time there's a gimbal that folds, I'm in. I am totally invested in having that functionality, especially in recent times that I've been traveling. So definitely a very useful feature that sets this gimbal apart from other gimbals in the industry. Not a lot of them fold, only a handful of them fold, which is really, really cool. Reason number two is the auxiliary wheel dial. That's what they call it, but it's just that wheel on the side of the gimbal. But with the Swift N1, not only you can change the zoom and the focus by using the little wheel, but you can actually tilt and pan, which is really, really cool. At times, when you're trying to just find the right pressure for the joystick on most gimbals, you tend to get an inconsistent panning, or maybe too fast and then a little bit slower. But with the wheel, you can actually rotate it a little bit easier. I found it very useful when panning or tilting using the little dial because it gives you the option to do one of those crane shots or some maneuvers, and it just flat out opens the door for your creative vision to be more you and less preset, which is kind of nice. It was refreshing to be able to tilt and pan. Not all gimbals do this, and it's kind of nice to see that a gimbal at this price point gives you that customization. Now, because of the wheel, we have reason number three, and that is the Hitchcock zoom, or vertigo shot, or dolly zoom. There's a lot of different names depicting this technique, but it's the capability of you being able to zoom in while you're moving backwards or moving forward while you're zooming out. It's kind of like the opposite effect. Once again, if you were zooming in by moving backwards, you get that really cool compression plus uh, focusing on the subject. It creates a really cool effect. Very useful when you're trying to focus on a subject or just emphasize some sense of urgency into your shot, which is really cool. And with the wheel, it becomes really easy to be able to zoom in and move backwards or zoom out and move forward. And I find this very, very cool, very interesting. Some other gimbals have like a little slider on the side and stuff like that, or maybe some buttons. But with the Swift M1, I found it very easy to use the wheel uh, to zoom in and out. So definitely a plus. Reason number four, the Swift M1 supports 300 grams of payload capacity. And this is huge for big smartphones like the iPhone 11 Pro Max, which is right at the edge of most gimbals payload capacity. So you have a little bit higher ceiling for you to introduce cases, for you to introduce any lenses or any other accessories that you might want to include 
and your filmmaking. Only a handful of gimbals in the industry can support 300 grams of payload capacity, and this is one of them. That's why it's one of the main reasons why this gimbal caught my attention in the first place. Because it makes sense, Sidui makes lenses and accessories for smartphones, so it kind of makes sense that they support 300 grams of payload capacity. Just to put it in perspective, the DJI Osmo Mobile 3 supports about 240 grams, more or less. So you definitely have a higher ceiling if you have a smaller smartphone with lenses or a bigger smartphone with cases. Definitely the Swift M1 is going to be able to support that. And reason number five is the fact that this gimbal has a POV slash inception slash roll mode. On top of its traditional modes like pan follow or tilt follow, all follow or all lock, you also have the POV mode. And this is really cool because you do have the option to create some awesome rotations not only for transitions, but also for just your overall cinematic shots. And it's really cool that the Swift has this capability because we go back again to that price point, $69 introductory price. It's just crazy. Keep in mind, it's not full 360 degree, which would have been nice. But at the price point, I kind of like make sure that when you're recording your rolls, you're actually going all the way back to the left side, for example, and then just do a full rotation to the right side. And you can even combine clips. If you start on the next one, like very low again, you can continue and create Kind of like that transition from one shot to the other. Other tidbits about the Swift M1 is that it has an OLED display that shows the mode and the battery that you're in, which is really cool. You don't necessarily have to depend on your smartphone to see the status or the mode that you're in, so I kind of like that. You do have a mode button where you can switch between all the different modes and movements of the Swift M1. And you also have a function button that allows you to switch quickly from different modes, kind of like a preset button, so to speak, which is nice. And the Swift M1 has a trigger in the back that allows you to reset your position by double clicking and go to their version of the sport mode. So the gimbal will react a little bit faster for sports scenes or action shots. Now the gimbal has support for modes like time-lapse and motion time-lapses or kind of like path lapse, that's the name that they use for this specific gimbal. And it also has active tracking, so it allows you to track your phase or a subject and just pretty much have the gimbal follow along. Now this is when things start to get a little interesting. It is never my intent to talk negatively about a gimbal or any piece of technology, especially the Swift M1, because it does have a lot of great features that will definitely help you achieve cinematic footage. But there are some areas in which the gimbal didn't perform quite as expected. And if you're interested or benefit in having some of those features, keep an eye out for these. For the path lapse mode, Make sure you're spending some time to find out which is the right combination for you. Make sure you spend a little bit of time with that. Set yourself up for success because if you just go, oh, I want to capture a time lapse or a path lapse in this case and you haven't figured out, you haven't gotten acclimated with the way Sidui Swift M1 performs those time lapses, you might lose a little bit of time trying to figure out which is the one that you really want because it doesn't follow the traditional interface. The active tracking works. Kinda. Make sure you're in a location with low contrast, not facing the sun and you're using the lighting uh, available at your benefit. Because I did find a couple different scenarios in which it lost me because it thought I was a bush or some trees in the background and it got lost a little bit. Um, so make sure you're in a situation when you're not contrasting too much with the background. So the face tracking or object tracking in this case can do its job properly. And another thing I wanted to bring to the attention is the folding mechanism. Even though it's very convenient and very useful for traveling. Folding it and unfolding it takes a little bit of practice and it feels like it could be broken if you are not paying attention and following the directions. 
the gimbal has some indicators in the joints, right where the motors are, uh, telling you in which direction you lock and unlock. And some of the pieces unfold simultaneously. If you try to do one or the other first, you might end up tweaking or breaking your gimbal. So you wanna make sure you're taking your time to get used to the folding mechanism because it's not a plug and play type of situation. The first time I tried it, I almost twisted the wrong way. And I could see how some of you, if you pick up this gimbal, could potentially make a similar mistake in the dark or in a situation where you're just grabbing your gimbal and going to film. Definitely keep in mind, take some practice. Do not go out and film right away with this gimbal. Make sure you're acclimated to the way it folds because you could potentially damage the gimbal. With all that said, I'm definitely impressed with the price point. You do have a lot of awesome features on the Series Swift M1. And of course, if you pick up one of their bundles that comes with the anamorphic lens, the app for this gimbal has the capability of de-squeezing the footage, which is a plus. I personally like to use Filmic Pro, but Filmic Pro has a ticket of entry and it's kind of nice that this application automatically gives you that capability. But I want to know what you think. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section down below. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop them down there so we can continue to create relevant content for you. Once again, thank you so much for sharing your time with me. I'll catch you on the next one.